You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello, Third Eye Talks listener. Welcome back to today's episode of this awesome podcast that I'm so honored to bring to you week after week. The reach, the uh, the involvement of uh, people listening, and uh, and really all of the opportunities that this podcast is creating for healing uh, in people is something that I'm so incredibly happy and proud of. And I just want to say thank you for letting those emails pour in, for starting to share your feedback with me, for your ideas, and for really taking the time to listen. I am so grateful for that. And if you have any more feedback for me, please continue to send it through. It's info at believeitlifecoaching.com. I also want to take the opportunity to invite you to the hidden secrets of your needle chart, which is my one hour online, very small group event. Um, I'm hosting this event uh, where I'm going to show attendees these little intricacies in the natal chart that are going to help them see their experiences from a really different viewpoint. Uh, So I I am so excited to be doing that. This podcast airs um, Wednesdays, uh, the class is taking place Thursday, May 19th from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's on Zoom and you can buy your tickets on Eventbrite or by going to my website, believeitlifecoaching.com. So today we're going to be talking about the seven inner child types. And I really decided to do this as a follow-up to the second most listened to episode of Third Eye Talks since launch, which is the episode on inner child healing. I got so much feedback uh, from uh, about that episode. And a lot of it was, how do I know that inner child healing is something that I have to do? And, uh, and I thought, great, there's still a lot of meat here to be kind of uh, uh, uncovered and to kind of dig into. So um, I wanted to follow up with this episode on the seven inner child types. I'm going to discuss what they are, okay, uh, why they kind of take on these types of personality traits and what is the goal of inner child healing? What can they attain? So I want you to see yourself uh, in one of these types or see which of these types you fit into. Sometimes we fit into multiple of them and that's okay. Um, Just, you know, I want you to see where you feel, uh, which type of these inner uh, children really comes out the most in you, you know, the highest percentage of time. So um, let's go right into it. Okay. Let's go into the first one. And of course it has to be first because it is the overachiever. Okay. The overachiever, uh, inner child type creates or gets their feeling of self-worth from the things that they're able to achieve and the way in which they're able to succeed. Okay. It's, um, This is the trademark of the child who only feels like they can be seen or heard if their successes are out there for other people to see. Uh, This child was the child whose caretakers really put a, a, a large focus 
on achievement, right? It was the ones that that their parents really noticed them when they achieved something. The parents really paid attention to them when they achieved things. And so the child begins to believe that, um, that it's the things that they do and their successes that really make them valuable and worthy. The goal, if this is you or if this is someone you know, the goal of inner child healing for this type is to see that that they're valuable for personality traits, okay? Instead of what they possess or in which ways they succeed. So if they were to take away all of the stuff, if tomorrow someone came in and just took all of their success and their titles and their stuff away, what would they find valuable about themselves? And, And the answer to that is always qualities, okay? So inner child healing for this type is all about finding value in themselves for traits like kindness, okay, or empathy, or love, who they are on the inside, and not necessarily their successes, okay? Then on the opposite end of the overachiever, we have the second inner child type, which is the underachiever. The underachiever is afraid of taking up space, Okay, the underachiever is afraid of being seen. The underachiever is afraid of having a voice. The underachiever keeps their sense of self-worth very protected by making themselves really small or unseen. Okay, they prefer to be behind the scenes. Okay, nobody, I don't want anybody to see me, right? I don't want anybody to spot me. They really want to keep themselves very small. And part of that is because they have a deep fear of failure, okay? And you can't fail if you don't try. And the underachiever knows this, okay? So um, caretakers of this type were constantly reminding the child um, that the child was a child, right? That they, they didn't need to speak up. They didn't have a voice. It was the child who perhaps tried to do something, tried to speak up, and their parents said, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you're a kid. Don't, you have no opinions here. Okay, please don't talk. Please don't take up room. Please, like, you're just a kid in this home. You, your opinions are not important. Okay, so when their presence was diminished in that way and kind of, um, they were reprimanded in that way, the inner, the child said, okay, well, the only way to not feel that sense of failure again is to have no voice, okay, to not try. So the goal of inner child healing for this particular child is so that they can learn that it's okay to take up space, that it's okay for them to speak, right? They're no longer the child who was not allowed to have a voice. They're now the adult who is able to speak, who can speak up, who does have opinions, and who can take up room and space, okay, underachievers? Then we have the caretaker. Oh, the sweet caretaker. I know, I know that everyone listening in probably knows this type, (laughs) okay? The caretaker is the one whose self-worth is based on ignoring their own needs and putting others before themselves, Okay, they push their needs aside constantly, constantly for other people. 
this is uh, the type that we find a lot of in the nursing uh, world, okay, in the nursing profession. We have the caretaker there saying, I, yes, I'm tired. Yes, I'm exhausted. Yes, my own health is hanging by a thread, but it's about you. Okay, it's about you. This this uh, type, okay, this child when they when they were little, their caretakers put a strong focus on how the child had to be responsible. Okay, responsibility was really important, and they were pushed to become more responsible for themselves and their environment and others than they should have been at such a young age. So. What we see here a lot of times is a child who comes from a single parent home or where there wasn't a a big uh, support system for for the caretakers. It was one person trying to really manage this child's life. And and what happened is that the the person, the adult, uh, would tell this child, you know, you have to be a big boy or a big girl. Okay, you need to be responsible. You need to get your things in order. You need to give yourself, you know, a shower and do this and do that. Gave the child a high level of responsibility. Okay, so the goal uh, of inner child healing for this type is to learn the beautiful and necessary art, (laughs) necessary art of self-care. Okay, self-care caretakers. Okay, you matter. The rescuer. Uh, this type is one whose self-worth is based on how often they are rescuing and saving others. Okay. The the belief here with this type is that um that the more people they save, the more power they get. And power is where they get their sense of self-worth. Okay. Um, the, the rescuer, a lot of times without intending to, okay, because their intentions are, are good as is every other inner child, the intentions are good, but for the rescuer, even though the intention is good, the message that they send across over and over to people in their lives, right? The adults who are rescuer types, the message that they're sending is you are not capable. Okay. You depend on me. I have to come in and save you. I have to come in and rescue you. And caretakers do that. I mean, sorry, rescuers do that because their caretakers um, were in somehow when they were children, they were helpless or they were mentally unstable or they were conflict written. And so the rescuer says, I never want anybody to be in the position that I was. And so what I'm going to do is is rescue everyone that I can, okay? But but the goal of healing this inner child is to learn that each person has the ability to help themselves, okay? And that all of that love and knowledge that you have to give rescuers, okay, is give people the knowledge on how to rescue themselves. Give them the tools, okay? But don't do the work for them. Okay. There's, um, there's this saying, which of course I'm, I'm going to probably mess up, but you'll get the gist of it. Uh, it's, a uh, uh, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, teach a man how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Okay. That is a mantra for you to live by rescuers. Okay. If you give people the, the, if you come in and you save people yourself, you're only giving them 
uh, you're only saving them for a very short amount of time. You're only giving them a, a drop of what they're really capable of achieving. But if you teach them how to come in and be their own rescuers, then you are giving them a power that will last them for an entire lifetime. Okay. Up next, we have the yes person. Oh, the sweet yes person. And this is one of my inner types a little bit. Okay. It's a secondary one, I would say. Uh, The yes person. The yes person's self-worth is based on letting others know that they will always say yes. Okay. No, saying no is very difficult for this type. Okay. They, they, They don't have um, the best ability to create and reinforce boundaries, okay? But inner child healing can bring that, okay? If the yes person decides to go down the road of inner child healing, they are able to learn, okay, as I have myself, how to establish boundaries, how to say no and zip it, as one of my mentors once told me, say no and zip it. Don't give an explanation for why you're saying no, you don't need to. You simply say no, and then you shut your mouth, you zip it, okay? Very important for this, the yes person to know that um, that saying yes too much is a violation of your own boundaries, okay? So learn to say no. The caretakers of this type of person were often telling them to sacrifice for others, right? To do for others. Uh, and, and that the, the their value came from the sacrifice or they would encourage them and say, yes, you're so nice. You're so kind because you're always saying yes, because you're always sacrificing yourself. Okay. So for the yes person, my beautiful yes person, learn to say no and zip it. <laughs> okay. That's your, create your boundaries. Then we have the hero worshiper. Okay. The hero worshiper is the inner child type whose self-worth is based on getting acceptance or attention, okay, from someone that they admire. The hero worshiper is what would traditionally be called the follower, right? They need a hero. They need a guru. They need somebody to follow. And, And for the hero worshiper, the ultimate, what makes them feel great is to have that guru, to have that hero, to have that person that they have on this pedestal, pedestal, see them and acknowledge them. Okay. Um, The caretakers of this type did not encourage independence in the child. Okay. They overly pampered the child. Um, The goal of inner child healing for this type is to develop a strong sense of independence. Okay. Hero worshipers, you are able to be a hero. Okay. You are able to be a guru for yourself. Okay. You're able to come in and and be the hero that you are always looking uh, uh, to acknowledge you. Okay. All right. And then up next and finally, we have the life of the party. (laughs) And this is my predominant inner child type. I have done a lot of inner child healing to get to a place where I'm comfortable saying that I, I, you know, I don't do this anymore. But it was all the way up until maybe, you know, 30 years old, uh, the inner child type that showed up the most in me, okay? The life of the party gathers their self-worth from never showing any other emotion but happiness and joy, 
Okay. Um, this is the, the child who thinks it's their job to make everyone else happy, or it's the child whose caretakers, um, told them, you know, uh, um, don't, don't cry. Or, you know, why are you showing, why are you sad? What is there to be sad about? Fix your face. You know, that, <laughs> that kind of, uh, of caretaker was the feedback that the life of the party got. And, uh, and, and they became adverse to quote unquote, showing unfavorable emotions. Okay. We know there's no such thing as unfavorable emotions. Every emotion has a place, okay? Every emotion is necessary. For the life of the party, though, they until they go down the journey of inner child healing, they don't, they don't get that. They don't give themselves the ability to display all emotions, okay? They, the, the goal of inner child healing in this type is to understand that every emotion that they have is necessary and valuable, and that they're allowed to cry, that they're allowed to be sad, that they're allowed to be happy, that they're allowed to feel, you know, uh, uh, whatever emotion comes up, every emotion has a place, okay, life of the party, it is not your job to come in and lighten the room every time, okay, it is your job to exist and to allow your emotions to be what they are, okay, and there you have it, those are the seven inner child types, now, I'm sure that you have recognized yourself or someone in one of these types. What do you do? Okay. What you do is begin the journey of inner child healing. And I have an episode dedicated to this. So you can, you can listen in, go back into the uh, catalog of third eye talks episodes, and you'll find it there. It's called inner child healing, but briefly, what is the journey that you're going to go on when you do inner child healing? Inner child healing is basically reparenting uh, yourself. That's really what it is. You're going back in and you're telling the child that you were, you know, somewhere between five and 10 years old. You're telling that child all of the things that you would have wanted to hear. Okay. So if you are, let's say the yes person, you want to go back in and tell your inner child, hey, it's okay for you to have boundaries and it's okay for you to say no. Okay. Uh, if you go back in, you can tell the overachiever, if you know you're the overachiever type from the adult perspective, you can go back in and tell your inner child, Hey, you are not the things that you own or your accolades. You are worthy because you are kind or sweet or empathic or funny, right? Tell that inner child qualities. Okay. Uh, that is the process of going back in and reparenting yourself. You're going to practice telling that, that five to 10 year old version of yourself, what you wished you would have been told addressing what you know now. Okay. So identify, which is your predominant inner child type. Okay. This, this episode might take you you know, two to three times to listen to, so you can really see which of these types you are, uh, but identifying which is your predominant inner child type Two, going back in and starting the process of inner child healing and reparenting yourself. And this becomes something that something that you do often. Okay. Inner child healing isn't a one-time thing. Inner child healing is a consistent process. It's a relationship that you develop with the child 
that you were. Okay. I hope this episode has helped you, but if you have any questions, please reach out to me. By the way, I have a meditation on inner child healing on my YouTube channel. So feel free to, to, um, go to my YouTube channel, which you'll find on my, um, believe it life and listen to that inner child meditation. If you don't know how to start the conversation with your inner child, that's a really great way to begin. Okay. And if you have any other questions on inner child healing, I am here to help you go, 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 go and tell your inner child everything that they need to hear. I'll see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information, believeitlifecoaching.com.